0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Chris Rosini, our co-host. Chris, welcome to the program.
1: Great to be with you again, Dr. Paul.
0: Very good. There's been a lot of excitement this past week in the, in the markets. There's a lot of excitement all the time. Sometimes they hide it. But the process continues, spend, 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 inflate, 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 regulate, regulate, regulate. <laughs> They've been doing it, but sometimes they lose control of it. They think they can control it, and that's the way the feds always operate it. We'll get in trouble, but we can handle it. We can handle the inflation or recession. Uh, that They always reassured me that I worry too much. They can, they can handle it. They can handle it. But it was certainly a hectic week. And uh, you know, just uh, on Wednesday, I believe it was, that uh, it was uh, obviously uh, very clear that uh, the British pound was getting very, very weak. And people started selling the pound, but they also started selling long-term uh, uh, British bonds. And uh, this caused a lot of chaos. Now, uh, also, this caused some tra- uh, some excitement in the, in the metals market. So I think th- this might be a good time for our viewers to seriously consider, you know, clicking on uh, the text number on the bottom of this page and get a get hold of the Birch Gold and get some material because they will send material out, uh, you know, that uh, deals with this problem. and. To, to me, the big thing, and I've watched this stuff for a long time, but I'm always looking for more information. But I started watching this all the way back in the 70s when, when gold was illegal and yet it was $35 an hour. It was just really crazy times. But now, uh, you know, it's very, very hectic. The, the markets do exist to a degree, and it's challenged by the deep state that controls the Federal Reserve and all the spending. So uh, it happened quickly in, uh, in, in England, with the Bank of England, because they couldn't, uh, it was evident uh, that, uh, you know, their pension funds were guaranteed by this government. So uh, so, it's not surprising that it spilled over uh, into the financial markets of the United States. You know, stocks went, went down sharply, and gold was gold was up about fifty bucks. So silver was up significantly. So things can change. So I think that just tells us that uh, yes, if uh, people come in late and just think about you know uh, protecting oneself at at when t- times are tough, it's much better to prepare a little sooner but it's getting to the point where we don't know what's going to happen uh, and uh, you might not have a whole lot of time it's sort of like uh, when you, when should you buy uh, when, when should you buy your fire insurance not when you see the smoke <laughs> so and that, this is the reason I do work with Birch Gold uh, Group and uh, they do have information that they will send if you click on the uh, text number they'll send it to you. They don't charge you anything for that. But uh, you can find out more about them to find out whether they can help you uh, in making these decisions. Because uh, even though I pretend to, uh, you know, watch the markets, but I think I know a little bit about them. The one thing I know about them is you can't predict very well, uh, even for the super experts uh, on all sides, because it deals with human action And this is what uh, uh, Mises taught the human action. You can't put numbers into the uh, computer and predict how people are going to react. So this is the reason I I work with uh, Birch Gold. So uh, if you're uh, interested in that, just go ahead and click on the uh, uh, text number and they will send you some material and they won't send you a bill. Well, anyway, uh, Chris, I know this is uh, it, it. To me, uh, it, it's, uh, it's too, too bad it's so serious because to me it's really fascinating. And but it's serious. I'll tell you what. This type of thing ends up in a lot more than people's heartache when they lose their wealth. Uh, and it's, it can lead to the type of uh, social warfare that leads to a hot war. And we have those going on as well, contributing to this. And then we have wars against ourselves. We have wars against COVID. We have wars that we enter into and coups that we have to deal with. We have a big job. We have 150 countries that we're involved in. We have to take care of. And then we have surprises because we can't predict the future. And uh, yet uh, you and I have talked, Chris, and and uh, we uh, tend to agree that uh, how will we in the United States uh, escape what happened in England uh, even to a greater extent? because eventually uh, this low, lowering interest rates uh, we, real we realized it didn't work so they said oh we've gone too far let's raise interest rates because higher interest rates means there's a lot of a lot of economic activity and that's good and that's why over the years they said we need more inflation We're, our goal is at least get it from zero up to two and, and, and this nonsense and now now of course uh, they, they uh, and, and I predicted uh, that Nobody will see the two, and nobody did. It went from two, uh, maybe a day, and then three, four, and then all of a sudden the interest rates, uh, they, they confess up to it, at least uh, that CPI is up. Oh, that's an indication of a healthy economy. Sure. But now the Fed, Chris, don't worry about it. This is just, uh, just talk because uh, it is so obvious that uh, they don't know what they're talking about, so we don't worry too much about it. But they have another goal. It was 2% for a long, long time. They missed it, and they missed it, and it's 8 and 9, and now they have a new one, 3%. Well, it doesn't make sense. If, if they're at zero and they want to get to two, if they went to three, that's not a big deal. Oh, no, it's up to 8, 9, 10%. <laughs> they want to get it back down at least to three. You know, when you think about economic, central economic planning, through the manipulation of money and credit and interest rates and have an understanding about the marketplace and what sound money is all about, you have to just throw up your hands. And say, These guys don't know what they're doing. Chris, go
1: ahead. <laughs> That's right, Dr. Paul. And uh, yeah, central planning never works, but there's always those few out there that they're going to try to make it work and they always fail. So we're now in the, uh, the Fed version of that story. And yeah, like you mentioned, the Bank of England, they caved to pressure. They reversed course, they are back to inflating again. And of course, the pound is getting hit because of it. Uh, The Federal Reserve has raised interest rates a few times, but they're still obscenely low. Uh, But because our economy is so messed up that even at this low rate, things are starting to break and the, the longer they maintain where they're at, Um, the more political pressure they're going to get to lower go back to zero go back to zero look how bad things are especially from you know the left is in power now and they're spend crazy so they want that uh, that money uh, flow that money created out of nowhere so that they could spend it so we got to remember that the pressure that the fed gets is the pressure to do the wrong thing it would be wrong to go back to zero it was wrong to do it before and it would only make things worse. More inflation will only make inflation worse. This is so obvious. Uh, so will the Fed? That's what we wonder. Will they be like the Bank of England and, and pivot back down or, uh, and throw in the towel? Or are they going to stand firm? Now if they stand firm and keep raising and allow all the bad investments, they're going to have to go under. We're going to see companies go out of business. Companies that we know will be no more. You know, and there are a lot of interests against uh, that happening. So there's pressure from every angle. This is why central planning can never work. Uh, we think the Fed is likely to cave at some point. When is anyone's guess?
0: Yeah, that that's right. And a lot of people do a lot of guessing, and a lot of people have responsibility for themselves and their family because they have to deal with trying to save. It, it used to be simple where if a person worked hard and protected even before, you know, the government was going to guarantee that they would have a pension fund, uh, people would save. And uh, my parents, you know, uh, when they retired, there was Social Security, even though then it was peanuts. But my grandparents, you know, there was none of that. But I don't ever remember them being poor in the sense that they, oh, they lost their house, they were out in the street, there was ten cities, you know, all of this. So it, uh, it, it's a fallacy to think that if you turn the responsibility over to government, uh, they're, they're going to take care of us because there are too many variables and too many factors and too many special interests. And once there's intervention used to manipulate markets, then it's a contest between the interventionist, who gets it? it uh, do the rich get all the benefits or the poor get it or, or what happens? So there's a lot of competition. And right now the competition uh, is very strong and the people seem to be winning whoever has the strongest lobbying system. And you take something like the military-industrial complex. Uh, they, they do quite well and every day uh, we keep spending. Even the American people are just beginning to wake up and say, why are we spending sending all that money to buy more weapons in Ukraine uh, and they're starting to get a little rational this. and yet just this week the Republicans and Democrats are getting together and they're going to pass you know a, a must uh, pa- pass bill to keep the government open and there's a bunch of money in there you know for Ukraine so uh, this. At the same time, think of the problems that we have in this country. Think, think of combining it with the idiocy of what people, especially in some of the states now, maintaining some rules and regulations of what were invented or created, you know, during the epidemic, and conditions just totally deteriorate, and they just avoid the whole talk about uh, the contest between authoritarianism and uh, liberty and uh, that's where the problem is and and right now there are some good people waking up in the various states trying their effort to at least turn it around and go in the opposite uh, direction but one thing that a lot of people don't uh, quite understand is that there's a a confident factor you know conditions were bad Uh, in England and people will talk about a weaker pound, but uh, there has, so often there will be an event that will get turned on, and it, it sort of snowballs, it's contagious, and they lose confidence in the system. And it's easy to do that when there's so many distortions and lies told. And, uh, you know, the pretense that the, that the Federal Reserve can produce interest rates that would reflect what the market would really do. Uh, Chris, you already talked about the, uh, the deadly results of, of uh, manipulating interest rates, but uh, the whole thing is solved by the market. But, like you say, it's painful uh, because the market, I say, uh, you know, interest rates ought to be 10 percent. Of course, it should have been market rates a long time ago and we wouldn't have these bubbles. So we don't sit here, at least I don't sit here and say I'm predicting that there's going to be inflation, inflation, inflation. I predict that the inflation, inflation, inflation that we've had with QE and we had a whole system built on it is now, you know, uh, letting the people know what inflation really is. It'll lead to higher prices, distortions and chaos and contests between, uh, you know, who who gets, uh, you know, the benefits and that that causes a lot of conflict. And There's a lot of conflict in this country uh, today. But uh, the one one big thing that can give a, a lot of false uh, uh, confidence and uh, and have some psychological benefits that uh, the British uh, didn't have, and that is, they don't they don't have a reserve currency anymore. They lost that a good many years ago, and therefore they don't have a backup. United States, you might be able to uh, compare what we're doing and what our Fed's doing in our debt and and the conditions that we have, because if you look at us guaranteeing government debt, you have to add up Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, the obligations of hundreds of trillions of dollars, and there's no money there. There are IOUs there. Because the money it gets, as soon as it comes in from the, uh, uh, from the people paying into their Social Security, it's spent. And, and we put Treasury bills in there. Well, that's what happened in, uh, in England. People didn't want especially long-term bonds. But that has been happening ever since QE. Was, that happened. That's why we put in QE. We bought those bonds. That was historic. so, uh, yes, uh, they're talking about pivot. Uh, If I were a betting person, and uh, I wouldn't bet on anything as serious as this, but if I were, I bet they're going to pivot and they're going to shift gears and they will go back to this whole idea that we can't deliberately allow the interest rates to go up, even though that might be what some people argue in the market wants, but uh, it's not going to happen. Who knows what will happen in between? But the next major move, I believe, will be the uh, Federal Reserve doing something like what uh, the uh, uh, Bank of England just got through doing.
1: Right, Dr. Paul. and. Uh And that's a shame if that happens because, you know, we don't believe the FED should exist. But uh, we should want interest rates to rise, as painful as it may be. And the reason being is because the alternative is even more painful. You know, if you destroy your currency, uh, that's much worse than a, a recession or a depression that you can get out of. You know, this week we also noticed, in addition to England, uh, Germany has announced a 200 billion euro inflation relief program. I mean, they're adding inflation to an inflation problem, and Germany, of all places, where they, you know, went through hyperinflation in the 1920s. It's amazing what we're seeing, and we do not want the Fed to go down that road, because hyperinflation, should it ever occur here, is is hell, you know. Uh, we just saw this storm down in Florida. And I have relatives down there. One of my aunts went uh, to Costco before the storm hit. And she took video of the place. And the food was gone, <laughs> nowhere to be found. There was no food. And uh, you know th- this is not in hyperinflation. That Those shelves will be restocked because we're not dealing with hyperinflation here. But in hyperinflation, that is daily life. You're trying to get rid of this money that is constantly losing value. You'll you'll get rid of it for any uh, hard object, you know. So we do not want to go down that road. And if the Fed does pivot, as Dr. Paul, you know, believes will happen, and they have a great history of proving that that's probably what they're going to do, then we run the risk of someday getting to that point, and we do not want to be there. Very good. You know. Uh the uh, bank of england did two
0: specific things and we've been already alluding to it but uh, there's a new administration there and it's being tested and there's all kinds of predictions of how long that will last Uh, but almost every country is vulnerable to this type of chaos because nobody has a sound money and uh, the irony right now is the Greatest noise I hear about somebody saying, well, we need competition uh, with the uh, American dollar and we need to have a new reserve currency, which uh, seems to be like a pretty natural thing to, to think about. And uh, they say, yeah, and what we need to do is we need a gold backed currency to compete. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty neat, too. But the irony is it's Russia <laughs> that's talking about doing it. Can you, can you think of anything more unusual than America selling its soul by printing money and causing this chaos around the world and having an empire that's uh, sort of collapsing on us and then have the Russians come along and introduce a gold standard? That Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But uh, the first thing the new administration did said, we have to spend more money, spend more money. We got to deal with this inflation, and sort of like Biden. If you have this bill and spend more money, we're, we're, it'll take care of the inflation too. But that, that's a long story of their rationale for this. But uh, I don't think many Americans believe that nonsense, that all you have to do is spend more money and that's going to take care of inflation. I think Nancy Pelosi sort of leans in that direction too. Mm-hmm. So that would increase spending. Uh, you 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 know, uh, by, by the by the government's uh, stimulating, but it's not going to restore confidence. It won't do that. But the other big thing they did is they, they did the pivot, which means they were uh, they, they they were now going to buy bonds and, uh, and you know, at, because nobody else wants them and uh you can't have interest rates going up 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 and that's uh, sort of the qe stuff and that's what we did for a long long time i, I don't know nearly probably 10 years we kept buying and buying and buying and now we, we know it won't work so we have to get rid of some of these we have to get back to normalcy and uh, that, that's why they have to sell them back and uh, you know once again but that's shrinking the money supply and that's to lower interest uh, raise interest rates. It's not going to be tolerated it's chaos and it's here and uh, there's no no i i i believe with great confidence that there's a lot of people in this country that understand free market economics and know exactly what has to be done but the politics of it it it's not going to be done because you know the pain is is too great uh, for uh, the market to be allowed to work because the initial stages there will be more pain than we have but you well how can you justify that if it's going to be painful nobody's going to do that that's probably right nobody's going to do it but the alternative is in maintaining this status quo and learning how to land this economy so we have a soft smooth landing uh, that's what they pretend to be doing, but but they can't do that. So they're going to continue uh, with this and they're gonna tinker until there's an event that will be not just similar to what just went on with uh, the Bank of England, but probably a, a a day of reckoning much, much bigger.
1: Chris. Very good, Dr. Paul. I will finish uh, t- sort of with like a bigger picture, you know, thought that I had recently. and. Uh, You know, people in our camp—if you want to call uh, it—there's a lot of pessimism, and rightly so. We live in a time where authoritarianism dominates people's minds. They believe in it. They want it. Many people. So it's easy to be a downer. You know, it's—it's not—it's not not hard. You know, and there's many people who think, "Oh, this is all part of a big plan collapse, and they're going to give us digital currencies and social credit scores." You know whether or not that happens you're giving a lot of credit to people that maybe don't deserve that credit i mean look what happened with COVID. the new booster came out and i saw that one percent of people who are a little over one percent are actually getting it you know and the fear was oh they're going to give us it's going to be a medical tyranny we're going to have to show that we're up to date no see it, it flopped you know so we can't give them so much credit that they're just going to uh, maneuver the world to their will because it just doesn't work that way. And especially the Fed. The Fed has created the biggest mess in the history of the world economically. You know, to say that they're just going to erect a new system, uh, you know, says that you, and it's going to be a success, you know, maybe that's not the best way to think about it. Uh, maybe it's better to have a little bit of faith that maybe some good can come of it instead of uh, we're dead no matter what happens. You know, that's not the way to go. And all you need is just a little truth. I mean, look at what Dr. Paul did in his presidential campaigns. Even with all the blackouts and and everything else, and people were making blimps just to get his name out there. And look, just that little opening, all the good that came from it. So there's a lot of unknown variables and we shouldn't be doom and gloom that we're just gonna be stuck in this digital prison and we have no hope. You know, we should have a little bit of faith that maybe some good can come.
0: Very good, Chris. I'm going to close with just an emphasis on uh, the fallacy of believing that government insurance will tide the day and and tide us over and get us through. So as long as there's a government insurance program, whether it's medical insurance or flood insurance or whatever, because there will be conditions beyond everybody's control. Sometimes it's natural and uh, unavoidable, but most of the time that we're talk what we're talking about are problems created by deeply flawed government programs the things that we've been just talking about too much spending too much inflation too many regulations too many wars that's all preventable you know instead of pumping in vaccines into little kids that they don't need and they do more harm than good. We should be doing more prevention in the economic sphere of not doing these dumb things because we get to this point where, okay, the only thing is, is people are scared now because uh, over the years that uh, I've been in medicine, people say, I can't pay my pills, I can't pay my bills. And they would always argue there's not enough government course, you know, when I got out of medical school in the early 60s, Medicare and Medicaid hadn't been passed yet. And and there weren't th- that big a problems, tell you, compared to what is now. So that keeps getting worse. So the worst things get, there's always a new Medicare program, but it's a guarantee. Do this and guarantee the government will will, will do it. There's insurance. They can insure against, uh, you know, flooding and wind insurance and uh, our, our retirement funds, student loans and everything. But the whole thing is the system is deeply flawed and uh, it's a fallacy to say government insurance is going to take care of it because the insurance, which is what's happening in uh, in England today, is they lost confidence in the insurance. The government's buying, you know, long-term bonds. And uh, it, to a large degree it's happened here, but we've been getting away with it. <clears throat> now we're pretending we're gonna correct the mistakes of QE. Uh, and yet, <coughs> that's not going to work out either. So we're, we're at a point uh, that we have to make a uh, major decision, you know, with this. And to me, it's uh, just the answers found in free markets and sound money. want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.